small town music. This is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. If only he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song away, a song away, a song away. Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis. And I'm Kyle Dalton. Right, joining us today. He's been on the show before. Mm-hmm. He's back. He's in the guest co-host chair. We see this gentleman at least once a month because yeah. we play uh, poker at his house. Mm-hmm. It's an illegal game. Don't tell the cops. <laughs> it's high stakes. What's the buy-in? 50 grand? And a finger. And a finger. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, so he can talk, I need to introduce him. Uh, comedian, actor, uh, professional, semi-professional poker player, Mr. Chip Chinnery. Thank you very much, Pat, Kyle. I'm also an impresario and a bon vivant. You're also uh, your slumlord. Slumlord, that's true. You have a couple of uh, of. I house people. You house people. You're helping people live. Yeah. You got a Skyline Chili uh, jacket on because you love the Skyline Chili. You're love from, it. Probably uh, got it free. You're from Ohio, Cincinnati, where Virginia. the river flows. Where? What year did you start your stand-up comedy career? I started doing stand-up in uh, the summer of 1981. Truthfully, wow, that is that's like eight years before I started. Six doing... months after Jimmy Carter left office, to give it perspective, I was sixteen and I did about ten open mics that summer. As a sixteen-year-old, as a sixteen-year-old, and you know, sixteen-year-olds are so funny. <laughs> we have so much to draw upon. They know a lot about what's happening in the oh, world, and it's just pun after pun. How did you do though? Uh, I had a couple good jokes. I had my uh, Richard Nixon selling Maxell tape. Okay. Joke. Back in the early 1970s, I needed a tape I could rely on. Huh? Huh? <laughs> That's that was good. a slogan back then. Pretty good joke. Did you? Do you think you got uh, you got laughs partly because you were so young? No, I was. I have I have old audio tapes, and I am so boring and, <laughs> and just droning on. And it's like you know, I put my tape recorder near at the table with the other comedians, mm-hmm. and they were laughing. I think they're laughing out of support, but also like. <laughs> He's horrible. Why does he keep coming back? <laughs> he has no future. Was there a break in it, or did you just continue to do it? Uh, I, I uh, went back that fall to high school, and then I just did like a couple talent shows every mm-hmm. every uh, every year through college, and then uh, finally graduated college. Did another open mic night in '86. So by then, it's six years. I've been a dilettante tinkering yeah. around with it. You, you had stage time under your belt. Yeah, but I still wasn't great. And then uh, then I took another year off. And then... Got, always good. Always good to break that <laughs> momentum. Break it up. Yeah. <laughs> Why get back on the horse? Especially when you could tour then. Take a year off. Yeah. So then I started doing it again in 87. And then got serious about it. Mm-hmm. Did another bunch of open mics. One funniest person in Cincinnati for the month of February of 88. <laughs> then I moved to Connecticut. Wait, that is a contest that happens monthly? Yeah. Yeah. So I finally won. <laughs> so one month you're the funniest and the next month you're shit. I'm the funniest. Then I left. I moved to Connecticut. Because it was time. Yeah. You I had peaked. to get to Connecticut. Yeah. I already conquered Cincinnati. Time to go to Connecticut. When was your first like paid gig? In uh, later that year in 88. Well, that, I had other paid gigs, but it, they were, it doesn't mean I was good. Like I put together oh, paid yeah. college gigs. We Because at that time they needed, it was the boom. They needed as many people that were passable as possible <laughs> yeah because they needed openers well i thought oh i am i'm at uh, miami university in oxford ohio and we, we have a place called east end where they have bands perform i'm gonna pitch them the idea of a comedian so i got me and drew hastings and 
Bob Lambert and a few Mike Sullivan Irwin and a few other guys. And it was a show together. We did a show and it was like, ooh. It was fine, but why was I headlining for 30 minutes? <laughs> just, just so wait, not you, good. You didn't, was there a comedian on that show better than you at the time? Probably. I think. Or were well, you guys about the same? Well, another thing I noted is the maturity. It's horrible when you're 18. You're, your maturity is so, Drew is 11 years older than I am. So he's 29. So he has much more confidence. And, yeah. And that's just so much better to watch than some 18 year old. Yeah, just fidgeting, mumbling through it, being drony and nasally, and just like, oh no, just bad. Did you have uh, Did you have show clothes? Did you have like special clothes that you only wore for the shows? Well, it was '82, uh, so I wore my suede brown jacket with my sock tie, which was maroon, and my blue powder blue uh, button down Oxford, because that's what the comedians wear when they're on TV. Yeah, so I had some. Uh, that was my outfit. Were you comfortable in that outfit? Yes. Well, I, yeah. Were, okay. Yeah, because like if I had to do stand up in a like a suit, I wouldn't have been comfortable. Well, and this was a special occasion. Like I said, I did a few of these a year. I didn't want to <laughs> blow it, go crazy. A few shows a year, maybe I hosted the Alpha Z Delta Suntan mm-hmm. contest. I wrote all new material for that. Well, you need to. It's a special right. event. They had me back a couple years in a row. I needed to keep it fresh. How many times in your intro did you use that you were the funniest man in Cincinnati? Uh, I would use that. And also, you've seen him on PM Magazine. Ooh. Because I'd been on it twice in Cincinnati. What, for, and for and what aspect? Uh, once they uh, said, here we are with Ira Joe Fisher, who's kind of famous. Was he popular? He was big in New York. I don't know if he was a... Uh, he didn't make it to where we lived. Okay. Well, he was... Uh, he was the host with Edie Robinson, and they they would every week, every night, I guess they'd go to somebody else's house in Cincinnati or to a location. We're here at the home of Chip Chinnery, you know. They Chip went to has your house? a baseball card collection, yeah. And so they sat on my couch, and I held, you know, the very uh, ebullient seventeen-year-old that I am, just sitting there on the couch holding my baseball card collection. Did you? Uh, no, you must. Have got, you must have got laid a lot after that. Uh, chicks dig the baseball card. <laughs> So did you had to you had to request to be on the sh- that show? Though. Yeah, you I had to put in. I like comedy, but I also like self promotion or promotion. I just always liked it. Yeah, so, put mean, yourself out there. A lot of people think it's crazy or it's a chore, but I always liked it. I was like, hey, I can get on PM Magazine. Well, I'll tell you, it has served you well. Thanks. Because let's let's just I just want to run through some of the TV shows that you've been on. You've been on classic sitcoms in speaking roles, yes. not just walk in or eating a sandwich at the diner. You, you, Not an you, extra. You've been on Seinfeld? Yes. You were on the one where George wants to be nicknamed T-Bone. Correct. I'm you're, one of the office people. You're there. in the office chanting T-Bone, T-Bone. And you have other lines too. I say turkey sandwich. You can hear that. <laughs> <laughs> you can That's also, if, if for you aficionados, when George is, uh, when uh, Kruger is looking, he's looking at me, Kruger's the boss, and we're looking through a door and mm-hmm. George is out there flailing his arms, yeah, yeah, yeah. looking like a monkey and... Look, and then Kruger goes, look at George. He looks like a monkey or something. And then I say, he does look like a talking monkey, but you didn't need to hear me. Yeah. So they just plowed right over what I said with <laughs> laughter. But if you look closely on the right, you can see that I'm Say, moving and saying, saying something. something. Yeah. But that was my one line that made it was turkey sandwich and gammy and T-bone. You're on Friends. Yes. What was your, what did you do on Friends? Tell the people. I was, uh. These my, are shows that people continue to watch, so they're going to see you. Yeah, my name is Scott, and I need to flip the lights for Sean 17 times before I leave a room where my family will die. <laughs> I think I said it like that, too. Yeah. It was when uh, Ross, uh, 
Ross is a doctor of some sort, and then Joey was a tour guide at the museum, and the doctors wore white coats, and the tour guys wore blue coats, and they sat in separate halves of the cafeteria, and then Ross and Joey are like, let's take off our coats and basically mingle and talk about ourselves. Sherry Shepard's in that episode. I don't know whatever happened to her, but... I don't know. Something... Good things are coming. We were both on the same episode. Were you on on Curb Your Enthusiasm? Yes, I was. The season premiere of of season two. What'd you do on that? Well, the more interesting thing is, do you know when that uh, episode aired? 9-11? 9-11, folks. (laughs) The 9-11. That was my... What were we supposed to do? You know, after the event happened, just Time to laugh again. Time to laugh again. Was it too soon? Evidently, because they just ran out again the next week. So what? Uh, what are you? Are you in the scene with Larry? I'm at Larry's uh, selling used cars, or he's selling cars, and I decide I come in to buy a car. And I, uh, my name was Archie. I improvised the name Archie. Did he like that? Uh, yeah. Then he redubbed, not in the scene, but his dub. His response to that is, "Oh, my sister's name's Veronica. Ha, Archie and Veronica." But that was in there. But he put that in after the fact. Yeah. Because I set him up. What I do is I set up the other actors but in the he, But he's not quick enough to think of it in right then. And I'm there. sure Mr. David could have thought of it then, but he just... And was that fun? That was good. Or was time. it scary improvising? Uh, I had been given advice uh, from other people who auditioned for mm-hmm. it. Uh, they said, uh, just try to make Larry look bad. So in the audition, I showed up and we're just kind of improvising. In the audition, I'm improvising with Larry mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, how much is this? And he's like, uh... It's uh, 40000 or it's 20000 I said, oh, the sticker says it's 50000 Ha, making him look bad. Yeah. Then I got the part. Perfect. And then I did the show. Couple thing, couple more things before we get into the topic. Sure. Uh, you were directed by Clint Eastwood in Space Cowboys. That's correct. That part ended up on the uh, cutting room floor. Which we found out when we went to go see in the screening, you yeah, and I. when we went to the movies to see it. <laughs> where hey, are it's you? cast and crew screening. Sweet. Where, mm. where are you, Chip? Should have been this part by now. <laughs> Next day, I got the letter. Hey, sorry, you've been cut out. Rocky and Bullwinkle, you made it into that film. That's correct. Would you rather have been cut out of that and made it into the Clint Eastwood film? Yes, I would have. (laughs) Uh, Uh, You were in a film last year. The full-length motion picture, Battle of the Sexes. Battle of the Sexes. And you have a great, almost like, the whole cast is almost in the scene you're in. That's right. uh, I played Rune Arledge, the ABC sports president at the time. Mm -hmm. uh, You have a couple scenes. I have a couple scenes. I'm, I'm all in the first scene. I get all mad at that Billy Jean for trying to shut down the match the night before the mm, event. Her I'm and like, her lesbian ways. And then, then I'm in another scene in the control room, control booth, and I'm, I go harumph harumph a few times because I'm all <laughs> mad that she's beating the guy. I'm like, Arr. that was good screen time though. Yeah, it was fun. Any other? I mean, there's tons of other shows. How many commercials have you done? 72. 72 commercials. 72 commercials. How many, how many sitcom spots? Uh, it's like 32 different sitcoms, but I recurred on a few of them. So it's like about 60 different... It's like 70 different shows, but it's like 60 different... If you go to the IMDb, it says like 58 shows or something like that. And other than the big... The, the big I, I named three big ones. Uh, are there some, what are some other big ones that I left out? Big... Uh, sitcoms. Uh, we said Seinfeld, Friends, Curb... Drew Carey, Becky, Becker, Reba. Uh, there's a lot that uh, I don't. I just did a um, New Girl, and last in the past year I did New Girl and Book of the Nine Nine and Life in Pieces and uh, American Horror Story. But that got whittled down to just me looking like I was a guy debating and not talking. Boo! Boo! What am I? Turkey sandwich? Can I at least say turkey sandwich? <laughs> 
There was one other one, but it was, yeah, it was fun. In that Seinfeld one, who was the guy that says he wants a T-bone? What's da- the, Damon Jones. Yeah, but what's the character's name? Hmm. Do you remember? Who's the boss? Kruger's Kruger. the boss. And, Kruger, and I like, because he goes, wait a minute. Like he, if it's Kyle, he goes, what? Watkins. That's Watkins, his name, Watkins. Yeah. You want a T-bone? And I remember because the guy goes, I love him. Yeah, yeah. Damon's we're going to call dude, you. Dude. We're going to call you T-bone. <laughs> Wait a minute, Watkins. You want a T-bone? Mm-hmm. I, I love, love him. him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kyle, what's new with you? Uh, nothing. No, something's new. Something happened oh, to you I yesterday. Oh, I got into a car accident yesterday. Yep. Whose fault is it? The old woman that hit me. How old would you say she is? Is she older than uh, your Nana? I thought she was in her well into her seventies, but she's like sixty-two. Oh, jeez, doesn't live well. That, that's not. Yeah. Mm-mm. So wait, did she look two years older than your dad? Oh, she looked like thirty years older. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you have a sore uh, neck, shoulder, back. Yep. And um, pe- penis. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> he wears a seatbelt really weird. Oh. So it catches him across the penis. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. It's strange. I say wear it low and tight. I usually wrap, I do like a wrap around oh. and then <laughs> then click it. Why? What kind of accident was this? I was, uh, I was going uh, to lunch fr- from work mm-hmm. and uh, I was stopped at a stop sign. Looked both ways, nothing was coming. I go through, I'm almost the whole way through and then she came barreling down. And then rather than swerving to the left of my car, swerved to the right and ended up hitting into the side of my car and then continuing to like drive next to it. Don't you, don't you think at a certain age you should have to, you should have to take your driver's test oh, every I think two years? Oh, you do, but I don't no, know how well, frequently. Yeah, I don't know when it is because I guarantee you she hasn't because her picture from on her driver's license is from like the 70s. Like it was, it didn't look anything like her. She might not have a valid license. <laughs> You might you be, might be able to yeah. sue. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get on with it. Here's why. Here's why Chip's here tonight. We've been trying to figure out a way to have Chip back. The last time he was here, he's because he gave us some money tips. So we did songs with money in them. Take the money and run. And for example, silver and gold from uh, I don't know if we played real lives. Yeah, I don't think we played that. That'd be a good one. But we play uh, Chip. You you <gasps> go and you get in poker tournaments in like Vegas. I enjoy playing poker. Yeah. It's a, uh, I like, I am a competitive poker player. Right. I'm not a professional, but I enjoy it. And then we play, we play a fun card game, poker game, monthly at your house. Yes, once a month we play crazy dealer's choice games. And, and it's really more about eating pizza. Than eating anything. tons of junk. How much? You ate uh, seven boxes of uh, <laughs> what, crunch, crunch and munch? munch last week. Jack brought some crunch and munch. It was not good. We got to ban that. I mean, it was good, but not good. Yeah, it was too good. Because that's when, you know, that's when you're like, I'm going to have one cookie. And then you go, I ate seven cookies. Yeah, I had a cookie fail last time. I got those little <laughs> tiny Oreos. That was not a good thing. Yeah, that was like little candies. Almost. Yeah, it was wrong. But uh, we're, we, the three of us always are there. Some guys are more busy than we are. We're always, we always make the time. We're the core players. We're the core. The mm-hmm. three core players. You need to change that date yet. Yeah, we got it. Because then, I, yeah. For we the got for game. the next game, September. Exactly. When's this going to air? When's this going to drop? This is going to drop, I think, September. I can tell you. It would have been the day that we were having poker, I think. I think so. Hold on a second. I'm the 6th or something? You guys talk amongst yourselves. This is going to drop on September 6th. Okay. And Jamie Whitlock is doing the uh, the artwork. Jamie's one of our rock solid artists. Jamie's one of the best I've ever seen. One of the best. He'll do a good job for you. So tonight we're going to play songs 
that are associated with gambling. Maybe it just mentions gambling in the song, or maybe the whole song is about gambling, or maybe we just twist it into something about gambling. Sure. Could be about could be about gambling money, could be about gambling your love or life or whatever. We're gonna make it happen. Cards, gambling. Anything like that. That'll be exciting. You wanna go first? Yeah, sure. You're the guest. What's your first song? Uh, the first one I am from, I'm gonna tip it right now. My hometown is Cincinnati, Ohio. Big gambling place? Well, there happens to be a full-length motion picture called The Cincinnati Kid, starring your Steve McQueen. Never saw it. It was, uh, I think they did in 1965. And uh, a young gentleman by the name Ray Charles did the uh, song, the title song. And it's probably the only song on my list that is totally all about gambling and poker, et cetera. So enjoy. Let's hear it. Cincinnati, a kid with no A's in the hole, on a hot poker pot, Cincinnati, had staked his heart and soul, he played night and day like a demon, and prayed for that Never heard that song. Really? It's a fun yeah. song. And if you ever see the movie, can I give spoilers or should you just leave it out? If the movie's been around since... 65? For, for 50 years, I think yeah. you can spoil it for So people. there's a big card game played mm-hmm. between uh, Edward G. Robinson and... Uh, yeah, Steve see, I'm going to play some cards. I'm going to play some poker here. Oh. And at, at the end, the... Uh, well, you got an ace up your sleeve? <laughs> well, he, Edward G. Robinson, gets a queen high straight flush. Ooh. And then Steve McQueen's all bummed because he gets aces full of tens. Full house. Normally a fantastic hand. Yeah. And then I went on the online and some guy said, this is how crazy that is. For that, those two hands to appear in the same thing would be 332 billion to one. <laughs> if these two players played 50 hands of stud an hour, eight hours a day, five days a week, that situation would arise about once every 443 years. Wow. So this whole movie's a sham and a lie. But the writer said, let's come up with the two <laughs> poker hands. It would be incredibly hard to get at the same time. And this guy said, and even more so because both hands had a 10 in them. <laughs> <laughs> it does make it harder. It does. Is, uh, yeah, I've never seen that movie. It's, it, it's fine. And uh, Anne Margaret, beautiful. Oh, Anne Margaret always is beautiful. Mm, lovely lady. Mm-hmm. Is there a movie, is there one of those movies that everyone's seen that you have not seen yet? Yeah. What is it? Oh. Uh, I think a lot of the Monty Pythons. All right. Um, See, I God- just said, I didn't, uh, look who's coming to dinner. Somebody brought that up today. I said, still haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. Godfather? I finally watched all, I hadn't seen them till like five years ago. Yeah. And I finally watched them. And? They're okay. I think they probably were better at the time. It's hard because when people have been talking about it for 30 years yeah. and then you finally watch it, you go, it's, so what? Yeah. And it was like early 70s, right? So it's, yeah. it's, 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 it's you got to judge something in its time for right. sure, because otherwise you're. Hmm. You should have seen that when you were seven years old, to really enjoy yeah. it, right? Yeah. When it first came out. Yeah. Kyle, what's a movie you haven't seen that everyone always talks about? You watch um, a lot of movies, though. Yeah, I do. Uh, oh, I've never seen like the Good and the Bad and the Ugly. I've never seen uh, those 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 uh, the Man with No Name trilogy. I don't think I've seen those either. I don't know what that is. Well, it's the good, the bad, and the ugly. It's uh, for a few dollars more. Fistful of fistful quarters. Of fistful of dollars. 
Dollars or quarters? Not quarters. Oh, that's a different. That's a, a that's a documentary. A fistful of quarters. That's a documentary about arcades. All right, that's terrible. Totally wrong. <laughs> oh, you ever see uh, the King of Kong? That's a good documentary yeah. about. that. We got Donkey Kong Kill Screen coming up here. Yeah. That guy. Uh, that guy with the beard, Billy. The cool kid who. Yeah, that guy. He just got. They just figured out that he had cheated that whole time, <gasps> and the they fuck? wiped his records. Good. Good. Now, now he has nothing. He owns a hot sauce company and they, they show a scene where he's in the supermarket and he's just taking all the other hot sauce and pushing it to the back and putting his in front. That was my episode of the middle. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Did you, were you the hot sauce guy? I was the store manager and the, the two kids in the middle came in to put the uh, hot sauce, the Hecht Brothers hot sauce, <laughs> right, in the, right in the center. That's funny. It is funny. Life imitating art. Mm -hmm. Art imitating life. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play a song from Load Mr. one up. I'll tell you who my song's from. <clears throat> All right, Chip, my next song is uh, from Bruce Springsteen. And it's actually my song, so I'm going to introduce it, Kyle. In uh, 1982, I, I told the E Street Band to, to take a powder for a, a, a year or so. Take a break. And I said, I'm going to take a break too, but I didn't. I lied. And I recorded an album solo. I recorded it into a TIAC uh, cassette player. Sounded like shit. <laughs> We could never get the sound, to, we could never get it to be good, but we released it anyway. It's an album called Nebraska. Oh, I've heard that. And this song that I'm going to, uh, I want you to play, it's about one of the places where people go to gamble. In Nebraska? No. <laughs> Atlantic City. Let's hear it. Well, they blew up a chicken man in Philly last night. Now they blew up his house too. Down on the boardwalk, they're getting ready for a fight. See what them racket boys can do Now there's trouble busting in from out of state And the DA can't get no relief Gonna be a rumble out on the promenade And the gambling commission's hanging on by the skin of its teeth Well now everything dies, baby, that's a fact Maybe everything that dies someday comes back your makeup on, fix your hair pretty, and meet me tonight in Atlantic City. You weren't joking. That really does sound like garbage. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't. Uh, we tried, but we just couldn't get it good. I rhymed a city with pretty. <laughs> Have they ever <laughs> they tried to remaster this or new that, that, that is remastered. Yeah, I'm That's the, new the best Bob, it could be. I'm the new Bob Dylan. I, I didn't come here to listen to people in song Bruce Springsteen's <laughs> sound. That's one of our. That's that's an imitation of someone who writes a review of our show. Oh, yeah. Sorry. We had a one star review uh, a couple weeks ago. Uh, here, the the woman had because she was called what a, a plus girl. Yeah. Re, gave us a one star review. She had only reviewed three things on uh, on iTunes. It was our podcast, an app that helps <laughs> you track your period. Yeah. What? And another app, uh, a, a Bible app. So that that's what she. Uh, I don't know. Why were there? No, yeah, that's too bad. We have too many apps officially then. We do. To track she, your period? The, the, the period one was five stars. The Bible app was four stars because uh, the, it didn't work when you didn't have Wi-Fi. So can't carry around a big Bible. Yeah. <laughs> Not if you don't have Wi-Fi. Nope. Nope. Well, that makes sense. Use your hotspot, fatty. <laughs> a plus girl. That's what she called herself. I think she meant she got straight A's. Oh. Oh. oh, okay, Brainiac. 
<laughs> there, you got her on that one. Sons of what do you got? What's your next song? My Check. next song is uh, from a kid out of uh, the Motor City. Oh. He uh, first, I believe, and I'm not really sure, but I'm going to say that this was one of his very first hits in the late 60s, like 1968. All right. And I pray that I'm right about that because someone out there is going to write a review from their menstrual app about this and I'm going to be in trouble. Uh, Bob Seger singing Ramblin' Gamblin' Man. wrong but i think a young glenn fry sings background vocals on that song supposedly mm-hmm. is that a word no it's it like it's like the real word but okay. it's supposedly uh my he, mom he's says, the one who bursts out with the uh with the ramble something yeah. right uh, right up front my uh, my mom kyle's grandmother says supposedly well that's an innovation there on that yeah. word supposedly supposedly yep yep mm-hmm. she can't pronounce anything this oh. is your mother yep his grandmother by the way, that wasn't the Silver Bullet Band. That was the Bob Seger System. Oh. From 1969. 69. All right. Bob Seger System. Like she would she would call a casino a casino. Yes. If it ends in an A, she pronounces it as an O. And if it ends in an O, she pronounces it as an A. Like a piano. And there's things that she doesn't like that everyone likes, but she doesn't like it. Like what? Like she'll say, I'm not I'm I'm not big on pizza. <laughs> 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 how many people have you run into that don't like pizza i just read something about some guy who passed away who they were talking about it on facebook and they said you know he never liked pie my wife was the first one to get him to try pie and he just didn't, never cared for it what kind like of pie? what what kind of pie are you talking about <laughs> what, is that blueberry cherry no. his wife got him to try it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> i was like how do you not like pie maybe it's pizza pie all right, let's go back to 1980. Chip, what's the what's the highest card in a in a deck of cards? Ace of Spades. Let's hear it, Motorhead, Rock and Peace, Lemmy. guy makes it made his living singing oh that guy that guy lemmy lemmy killmeister mm-hmm. yeah that was uh, motorhead that was motorhead yeah with ace of spades <laughs> <laughs> i thought you were doing the george burns impression <laughs> mm, ace of spades <laughs> uh this next oh, one i you know, oh, chip i gotta tell y'all <laughs> i'm gonna sing ace of spades that's my george burns <laughs> 
Oh, George Burns. George thought, Burns. Who do you think? I thought you said George. Uh, I thought you was thinking George Carlin. No, yeah, George Burns. Is well, let me hear you George Carlin now again. Now that you did. Here's my George Carlin. George Carlin. George Burns. That's my George Burns impression. Wow, that's a really good George Burns <laughs> yeah. impression. It's just that you can't use it that often. Say, now say Ace of Spades is George Burns. That was Ace of Spades by Lemmy. <laughs> <laughs> It's not a lot of call for George Burns. I can't do my. That was my big impression. That was really good. George. That was your impression when you were 16 years old doing yeah. stand-up? Yeah, you can see it on PM Magazine. Did you, you didn't do George Burns on yeah. PM Magazine? Yeah, my big thing, I put on the glasses, I turned around, I put the glasses on, I had taken off, you know, the little nose and glasses with a fake mustache, or I got rid of the nose and mustache and kept the glasses, and I turned around with a cigar and said, George Burns. And then I'd move you my mouth. You can't really do it, though. I know George Burns. I didn't yeah. know that. That's no, funny. Like, this, this, I'm telling the listeners, this is just all coming out right now. I, right. I didn't know any of that you did oh, this I thought maybe you magazine. set me up. No, I'm not setting you maybe up at all. Maybe you've gone through all my files. I had no idea. Yeah, I was, I was breaking out of Colin Quinn the other day. You know, I can't even do it now. What, was Colin, what would Colin Quinn say? I don't really know you what he would say. Okay, we're going to skip that, and we're going to go right back to George Burns. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you got a song for us, George? Oh, think? hey, hi. Yeah, I've been... I've been, uh, I'd forgotten about this song, but I've been watching the WKRP in Cincinnati that are rerunning on the MeTV. And I'm from Cincinnati, so I really wanted to enjoy this. So I watched these shows, and all of a sudden, Hoyt Axton came on, and he was a guest starring as uh, someone who used to go out with Lonnie Anderson back in West Virginia. How old of a man was he when he was on the show? He's in his 40s. How do he look? He looked older. He looked 10 years older at least. <laughs> at least. Yeah. And uh, I loved his voice and forgot all about this song. Here it is, Della and the Dealer. And a dealer and a dog named Jake and a cat named Kalamazoo. Left the city in a pickup truck. Gonna make some dreams come true. Yeah, they rolled out west where the wild sun sets in the coyote base of the moon. Della and the dealer and a dog named Jake and a cat named Kalamazoo. That cat to talk, what tales he tell about Della and the dealer and the dog as well. But the cat was cool and he never said a mumbling word. Down to sign That's not a bad song. It's a, it's a good fun song. song. I played it like 20 times after I saw that episode. And this, oh. is what, uh, this is what got Lonnie Anderson into bed. The songs like this. Did they go to get bed together? I thought you said that he dated her on the show. Uh, on the well, they had on the show. They said that they were childhood sweethearts. Oh, okay. And then he came from West Virginia to find her, and she left West Virginia and him a long time ago. I never go ahead. What are you Is he saying? the he's the dad in Gremlins, right? I think so. He might be. Yeah, he is. He also wrote Joy to the World, if my mind is right. Yeah, and the fishes. His what mom wrote uh, Who's Jailhouse his mom? Rock. Who's his mom? Heartbreak Hotel is what she wrote. It's like Myrna, Ho- Myrna Axton. They let ladies write songs back yeah, then? Uh-huh. And now that Elvis Presley. Uh, she wrote, yeah, Heartbreak Hotel. Heartbreak yeah, Hotel. May Boren Axton. Who's my baby, baby? Axton. Think she made any money off that? Hoyt probably didn't even need to try. Could have coasted. Hoyt, that was kind of a country song. I got a country song here. You do? This is kind of like a play on... Uh, on gambling, the title of the song. This is uh, from 1990. This is Garth Brooks. This is two of a kind working on a full house. But wait till you hear how that plays into the song. Yeah, she's my lady lucky. I'm her wild card man. 
Together we're building up a real hot hand. We live out in the country. Hey, she's my little queen of the south. Yeah, we're two of a kind, working on a full house. She wakes me every See, that's about they're gonna they're gonna bang around. And- this seems a little subtle. I don't understand. So it's two of them. <laughs> yeah, and they're very similar. Yeah, they're two of a kind. Yeah. The full house part I got lost. Well, they're going to they're gonna bang around and have a bunch of kids and fill that house up. You know what? This reminds me of a Kmart commercial I did. Everything's <laughs> right. going to refer to all commercials or TV shows. All right. Good. That's what we need. Go to chipchinnery.com. You look, you look at Chip's clips. You see the Kmart spot. You watch it. <laughs> something. I do say something about that. I'm working on a full house. And I pull out the uh, wallet with all these photos. Of your children. Yeah. It's a good story, right? It's not bad. It works. George Barnes. <laughs> Is that what you're going to fall back Just on? Go never, to, never let her go. That's my other song. That's your. That's uh, that's Red Velvet. Chips a ginger, <laughs> and his uh, his character who sings at the nightclub is Red Velvet. Yeah, and that's and he sings uh, Frank Gorshin covers. Yep. But we, I don't even know if that's how Never Let Her Go. No, is. we just know one song. It's the Frank Gorshin Never Let Her. You can look uh, that up. Frank Gorshin song. Never Let Her Go. Let's hear Frank Gorshin sing. On the on the on the forty five jacket, he's got the Riddler costume on one side, and then him in a tux <laughs> on the other side. He's like, people only know me from the Riddler. I saw him once at the Starlight Bowl. He did. He Kirk did impressions. impressions. He he did good impressions, right? Yeah, he was an impressionist. You find is this Never Let Her Go? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Someone will care for you and them. Never let her go. Never let her go. <laughs> I bet my dad likes that song. If Never he knows let her about go. It. Well, that's interesting. Actually, in 1985, I mm-hmm. came out uh, to California during college, mm-hmm. and I did a set at the Laugh Factory and at the Comedy Store twice as part of my, you know, the early three times a year doing stand-up. <laughs> And uh, that's great because when you're 20, yeah. it's good to get out to L.A. to the top two clubs in the country and show your stuff <laughs> and bring out your street signs, which are literally poster boards that are two and a half feet by two and a half feet. From brand new street signs. Can of skull. And then I say dip in road. Oh, you're, t- you're saying you had props. Yeah. I had you traveled props. to across country I had, with props I had and my, brought them to the comedy store. My cigar for George Burns sure. and the glasses. Because you couldn't just fake like you had a cigar. No. <laughs> Exactly. Right? It's like Dennis Miller said to David Spade, because Spade used to do an impression of Tom Petty, and he always wore a big top hat. Yeah. And Dennis is like, some bamboo, you got, still got the security blanket with you? <laughs> Bring to him, carrying his hat around at the improv. It's hysterical. But uh, on the trip out here, we stopped in Vegas. My buddy Officer Basket and I drove out here. We stopped in Vegas. Oh, now that's coming full circle. You can gamble in Vegas. Wow. Okay, you going. just blew my mind. And, and you know story. who we saw in Vegas? Frank Gorshin. Frank Gorshin. You That's went to his show. Well, he was in the lounge, so oh, anybody could see it. Okay. It wasn't the, maybe the top of his career, 85. He's on the way down. Was he smoking in the lounge? He was smoking, rocking, and rolling. <laughs> but you know where he was. And that leads me to my next song. All right. It was Las Vegas. And this next song is written, not written, but performed by a young kid who once performed a song by Hoyt Axton's mother.
bright light said it gonna set my soul gonna set my soul on fire got a whole lot of money that's ready to burn so get those stakes up higher there's a thousand pretty women waiting out there they're all living the devil may care and i am just a devil with love to spare so viva las vegas viva las vegas how i wish that there were more than it's definitely written by someone who was never in Las Vegas. <laughs> hmm. uh, there's blackjack and poker and the roulette wheel. Thanks. That's for- <laughs> Good work, guys. Good work. <laughs> okay, I got, uh, I, got a, I got a twofer coming up nice. by the same band. Because I'm not sure if the first one is really about gambling, but I, uh, whenever I hear it, I always think about gambling. And it's, uh, it's blood, sweat, and tears. So the first one, well, just play it. When I think of spinning wheel, I think of like the roulette wheel. Right. Maybe I don't know what the song's about. It could work, but all I could think of is a a spinning wheel. I just keep thinking of Hank Kingsley from uh, Larry Sanders. Mm -hmm. Let the spinning wheel... Remember when he did that? <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, okay, well. Let's spin the wheel, hey, why not? But they have another song, and this is called Go Down Gambling. So that's got to be about gambling, right? Oh, I think so. Blood, Sweat, and Tears one more time. I'm a natural loser. I can't recall to swear. Raised on pool and poker and a dollar here and there. Blackjack hand, dealer man, you better pay off and less bet. Two-bit hand, a 21 Now, I only have one Blood, Sweat, and Tears album, and it's called Greatest Hits. Yeah. And I like three of those songs. And When I Die is one of them? Yes. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, those were the greatest hits. Yeah, you could put out a greatest hits. It's a whole album that are supposed to be hits, and I, <laughs> I, I like. If you don't only like three songs on a greatest hits album, that's not good. No, that's an okay hit. What are you looking for, Kyle? Well, there's a bug here. I was gonna kill it. Why wow. would you? Why? What kind of bug? I don't know. It's like hopping around. You got a hopping around bug? Mm-hmm. How are you doing in there? What, what do we get power wise in there? Forty-five. Okay, keep an eye on it, and I'll go over and get the power source if I need it. This is, this is stuff we don't edit out. We just keep going. All right. Then yeah. I, I'm going to jump right in then. All right. Yeah. This next song is by uh, John Sebastian. Enjoy, and I'll talk about it later. It's called uh, Darling Be Home Soon. Oh, okay. Sorry. Sorry, Kyle can't read my mind. Son of a bitch. And talk of all the things we did today Here And laugh about our funny little ways While we have a few minutes to breathe And I know that it's time you must leave But darling, be home soon 
dare to wait an extra minute if you That's a good song. It's a pretty song, and I gave I apologize to Kyle. It's by the Love and Spoonful, and it was written by John Sebastian. Okay. And the reason why it's a gambling song is because once at our little Thursday night once a month game. When we first uh, moved out here. Yeah, this was like 20 years ago. Uh, this we one were, wasn't any internet, really. No, there wasn't really, okay. I don't think. And we sat there, and I said, you guys, John Sebastian died. And you're like, what, what, what? And I go, yeah, John Sebastian from The Love and Spoonful. He's he, been dead he, for like a year. Yeah, and you guys, no, he's not. I go, I'll, look, I'll bet you 20 bucks. You bet everyone at the table. Everybody at the table, I bet 20 bucks, because I'd seen it on E.T. with Mary Hart saying that he died. So, Pat, somehow, maybe the internet had just happened. You went to see, you typed it in, and like, no, dude, here. He's way alive. I go, how's that even possible? So I just learned then that I can't trust anything that I think because I dreamt something so <laughs> real that I lost $80. Because you paid us. I paid you off right then. I was now, like, well, I couldn't be more wrong. Luckily, your friends did not take that money. Is that true? No, we all took it. <laughs> so that's a, that's a non-gambling gambling. That's my own personal gambling yeah, song. That, that's a lot. You took an $80 hit. Yeah, because I can't trust what my if you, What if Kyle looked it up and went, no, he died in 1974. <laughs> I'll be some uh, phone calls placed. Uh, just, just so you know, he's still alive. How so is this Francisco 74? Franco? 74. General Francisco Franco? Was Generalissimo it? Franco, that's who it was. He's still, still alive. He's still dead. Oh, that was it. Still that was dead. the joke, yeah. I'm referencing something 40 years From ago. From Saturday Night Live. Yeah. I don't even know how you segued into that. No, I don't even know what you're talking about. I wasn't. He calls he's still alive, and I thought it was he's still dead. No. You like, uh, you like Carly Simon? Yeah, I think she's attractive. I like her music. All right, let's hear something from her from uh, 1976. This is called Riverboat Gambler. Let's see if this is on the nose. Riverboat Gambler Taking <laughs> <laughs> alone on the ground Chasing your Just, just, just because. Let's play this song. This is another Carly Simon song. It has nothing to do with gambling. We've played this before on the show. There's a little song called Hotcakes. See what you think of this. Says fiddle on the griddle as you drop that batter into that hot butter. Ground and brown. Piping hot. Like as not. This is really Carly Simon? Yes. Blood, sweat, and tears wouldn't even include this on their greatest hits. Now wait. Now flip it. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's, a, that's, the, the, that's from the album called Hotcakes. You're so vain, the same Carly Simon? It's the same Carly Simon. No, what year? That was 1974. Really? Nobody does it better. Nobody does it better than Carly. <laughs> I like all these songs, especially Hotcakes. It's <laughs> crazy. Patter on the griddle. Now flip it. Boom, 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 boom. Yep, that's on a, that's on an album. <laughs> they wasted real to real tape on that. <laughs> I know. That's amazing. I didn't know she did that. Uh, your turn. How about this? Hubba hubba hubba. She says hubba hubba hubba. How do you follow hotcakes? Oh, that's a Seinfeld theme song. Oh no, that's that's Seinfeld. That's Ferris Bueller. Yeah. And Secret of My Success. I think it was in 
Maybe, maybe. Maybe. I don't know, I don't know what that is. So that's another podcast. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, music songs. This songs one movies. is a gambling song, and it's very much about uh, part of uh, gambling, luck. And it's sung by Francis Sinatra, Luck Be a Lady. Be a lady tonight Luck be a lady tonight Luck if you've ever been a lady to begin with Luck be a lady tonight No luck. I get a lot of flack about this, but I, I I hate Elvis. Yeah, and I hate Frank Sinatra. What you hate? Like when I hear that, the band sounds great. I I don't like singers that are easily imitated. You know Never what I mean? Never let her go. <laughs> like Gorshin. <laughs> that that just sounds terrible to me. Really? His voice. Luck be a lady tonight. I mean, it's like people say it's his phrasing, right? That's so. It great. sounds like he's like he's. Flipping pages, like two of the words are on one. Luck, I be a lady. I'm not just not a fan. I can't say anything bad about. I what's know. his name? Francis Albert Sinatra. Frank, yeah. the, the chairman of the board. If, hey, look, if Jilly's listening to this, I don't want him coming over here and uh, you know beating me up. I want no troubles, no problems. All right. First yeah. of all, my next song yeah. is uh, is by Ace Frehley. And he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna tell us about you know he was uh, when he was drinking and driving you know he was always gambling his life kind of so this song there's there's a couple uh, lines in the song where where he's decided that he, no way he's not gonna be dancing with the devil anymore but before we play it I need to, and then we can just go right into the song but I just need to ask Ace Ace would you like it if we played a song by you sure baby. From that near fatal wreck If the devil wants to play his card game now He's gonna play without an ace in his deck Take that, Frank <laughs> There's your phrasing yeah. He has too many words in that sentence he Like he could, he could definitely Yeah Pair that down a little bit. Yeah. If the devil wants to play his card game now, he's going to play without an H. Name checks himself without an ace. He could just say, if the de- he just say the devil's going to have to play without an ace in his deck. Yeah, would that be as good? It would be better. If the devil wants to play his card game now. Yeah, he's singing a lot of words. Yeah. Right. I just it's, like two, it's like two measures when it could be one. I just like that for fun. Mm-hmm. Wow, this guy knows terms. Look. Be a lady tonight. Now this song. Uh-huh. Who's this by? It's by a bunch of fellas. Mm-hmm. And one of the fellas was married to Cher. Village people. Close. Um, um, Sonny. Sonny Bono. Not Sonny Bono. And it's uh, a guy whose brothers were in the band with him. And it's the Allman this, Brothers. This guy's a rock in peace. Oh, yeah. Rock in peace. They had, they had a son together, Elijah Blue. Wow. Is that, is that true? That's true. Um, enjoy it, Ramblin' Man. 
That's a great song. I had nothing to do with it, but thank you. Did, you didn't co-write that? No, I did not. I refused to take credit. Who, um, well, first of all, my, my next song is, uh, first of all, my next song is from 2010, and I feel like I just bought this album two years ago. It doesn't seem like it's eight years ago that I got this album. It's, uh, it's Brandon Flowers. He's the lead singer of The Killers. This was his first solo album. Is he related to Waylon Flowers He's and Adam? Nope, nope. But these would all be Vegas people. Yeah. These would all be around gambling. This album's called Flamingo. He's, uh, he was born and raised in Las Vegas. Brandon Flowers? Yep. Was? And this song is called Welcome to Fabulous Las Vegas. Stumble down the boulevard of neon encrusted temple. Looking for the grace of God in the arms of a fellow stranger. Disciples handicapped. This guy loves his hometown, loves Las Vegas. This is an anthem for Las Vegas. It's an anthem. You love Cincinnati, though, right? Living on the air in Cincinnati. <laughs> <laughs> you do, though. You love your. You I have love no Cincinnati. training. You love Cincinnati. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's fine. It's rock and roll. It's great. Do you it's love, home. What about you? Do you love Holidaysburg? No. <laughs> but it's your hometown. I, didn't have, I mean, technically, I was born in Pittsburgh, but Whoa, like I don't this. have a Whoa. love for that. Like, I just, it's fine. Whatever. You're like they say in the Bible, you, you shake the dust off your sandals of that town and move mm -hmm. on. Just like Jesus <laughs> did when people said, thumbs down. <laughs> right? You're like a Christ figure you're like, leaving Holidaysburg. You're like Jesus. Yeah. We're going to call you Jesus. Jesus of Holidaysburg. Jesus of Holidaysburg. There's a movie title for you. Yeah. All right, what do you got for I got my next song. Should I just go right on? You guys know it's coming, so let's just go for I it. I don't know. It's by this lady named Gaga. She's talking about her poker phone. Hmm. I want to hold them like they do in Texas, please. Fold them, let them hit me, raise it, baby, stay with me. I love it. Love game, intuition, play the cards with spades to start. And after he's been hooked, I'll play the one that's on his heart. Have you seen this um, trailer for uh, the new Star is Born movie with her and Bradley Cooper? No, I haven't. Is it fantastic? Oh, dude. Yeah? You got to see this. How come you don't sing your own songs? Oh. Mm, I just write. Oh, she's going to be. I just don't think people want to hear me sing my songs. I think you're beautiful. Hmm. Well, I'll try, I guess. Yeah. And then she just knocks it out of the park. There's that, there that one scene that you, <laughs> that you talked about where she like smiles at the camera, and that's in every trailer, and I just bust out yeah, laughing like every goes, time I see it. He, he says, like, I think you're beautiful, and she goes, 
Oh. <laughs> like it looks like it looks like Spanky from the yeah. Little Rascals. <laughs> it's gonna be a hot mess. I'm gonna have to go see it. At the theater. Did you like the first one with the? I assume it's the first one with Streisand and that Christopherson. Wasn't, that wasn't the first one. I think was, like, was there one before? This it? is like the fourth version. Yeah, there's like one in the forties. There's one with a, uh, and then the other lady. <laughs> Uh, who, who's in the original, Kyle? Tell us. Okay, Stiller and Mira did one, didn't they? <laughs> and then Dave Chappelle's in this new one, too. He's Bradley Cooper's friend. He's like, man, I'm getting worried about you. Oh, I like that. I'm a little worried about you. It's kind of like a buddy picture. I'll be fine. Okay, so there's one from 37. 1937. Then there's 37. one in... Okay. Oh. Who's in that one? So in 1937, A Star is Born. I sound so stupid to think that it's true. It is... Janet Gaynor. Oh, Gaynor. And, Fre- <laughs> and Frederick March. Oh, is it March and Gaynor? Yep, March and Gaynor. <laughs> Bless you. That was- then. Bless you. He's allergic to March and Gaynor. That's, March? My, that's my real sneeze. Then. Uh, what happened when I sneezed last <laughs> night, Kyle? He like sneezed and then he just like sat there with his hands in front of his face and had to like get up from the couch and like run to the kitchen. Because what happened? He threw up in his hands. I Sneezed and threw up in my hands. <laughs> what is wrong? I don't know. Your pipes are all crossed. We were watching. Uh, we were watching a, a brand new animated movie, The Death of Superman. And on my third sneeze, I threw up in my hand. How does that? I don't even know. That you play? I was like, it was terrible. It was awful. And he's just like, "Are you okay?" I'm like, mm, "No, I have, no. A, I have, I have a, a handful of bile." <laughs> oh my gosh. Right. Then there was the 54 version. Was uh, Judy Garland in Judy that Judy Garland and James Mason. James Mason. <laughs> That's my impress- Here's my impression of James Mason as a Mason. Okay. I need some more bricks. It's very- I haven't done James Mason Was anymore. he gay? No. <laughs> was this- I-, I used to do a great James Mason. It's not bad. I don't know who he is, but I trust that it's He was good. in uh, Lolita. Never saw yeah, it. Yeah, I saw it once. Uh, then Streisand and Christofferson and Gary Busey in 76. I assume that... Gary Busey, I, Dave Chappelle's probably playing that's what I was the just Gary Busey part. Yeah. I think Barbara Streisand wore hot pants in that one. That's she, what that's, I remember. She was sexy in yeah. that period of time with the fro. Bringing the pop, a lot of pop on her fastball. Remember the, uh, the, the album cover where she just got the Superman t-shirt on? Yeah. You remember that, right? I do. Spank Bank. She's a married woman. I can't comment on <laughs> Let me ask you this. <laughs> Will you do something for me? This is your, I want you to do an impression of a performer that probably played Vegas many times. Mm-hmm. Probably was up to no good when he was playing there. Probably. But he appeared at our poker game right night, and he, he was, uh, he's known for doing clean material. But uh, you busted out an impression of uh, a fellow we'll call Blue Cosby. Wow, I forgot Blue. Yeah. Am I putting you on the spot? I'm trying to remember what Blue Cosby did. Talk about dirty. <laughs> very dirty. I don't remember. I remember Weird Harold coming up a lot. <laughs> it was probably dirty. <laughs> Pretty dirty. Maybe it's too dirty, you think? I, probably. This is, a, this is a podcast. I got, you know, this my reputation. Not rated. I don't remember, though. Explicit. I don't remember, but it was it probably did a lot of talks about flasms and... <laughs> An orphlasm. <laughs> I think you, you, I, I remember one. He liked to take his face in between. Do the Take it in the woman's boom and 
He's dirty. He's dirty Cosby. This was, as I recall, Dirty Cosby came around before all the, the this news. Before the news, you yeah. were you already knew what this yeah. guy was up to. Yeah. You were on the forefoot. In- influencer. Ooh, an influencer. <laughs> all, right. all right. So we just heard um, Star is Born. Poker Face. Poker Face. I'm going to now, this, this is a song by Stevie Nicks. So let me set this up a little bit. <clears throat> this is Stevie Nicks. I just want to say that this is one of my babies. Uh, I never was married. I never had my own children. So all the songs are my babies. This is a song that was in, in my drawer for many, many years. I never released <laughs> it. But then in 2014, I decided that I would release 24 karat gold songs from the vault. And this is one of the ones I brought out. And even though Lindsay and I never got married, we still love each other. And even though I kicked him out of Fleetwood Mac and we never had kids, this song is one of my babies. It's called The Dealer. It was my Chip, I have enough songs in my iTunes library currently that I can listen. I could I could turn on my iTunes library and it would play for 188.7 days without repeating a song. So how many songs do you think that is? 188 days? 188 days without repeating a song. Well, I think that's, by the way, coincidentally, if I'm not wrong, just over half of a year. And that's only your Yes albums? That's that, yeah. <laughs> Actually, there's a one Yes song that'll play for 188 days. Uh, so, I'm sorry, what was the question? How many songs do you think that is? You have 750 songs. Hmm. Okay, maybe I'm shooting them up. Well, it's, like, it's like 10,000 songs. What do you think it is, Kyle? Um, I'm going to say, uh, I'm trying to think when the last time. I'm going to say it's close to 50. I'm going to go like 47,000 songs. 54,328 songs. How? I just got a lot of songs. Have you listened to them ever? Yeah, we probably have over the years. Over the years, sure. That's a lot of it. It's a lot of songs. I wonder what the world's largest collection of songs. Oh, I guess anybody could go um, crazy. Warner Brothers music catalog. <laughs> they, have, they have the largest. <laughs> I'm sure people have way more than what I have. but That's a ton. <laughs> that's pretty good. Something. I mean, it doesn't give me anything. No. I, a friend of mine on Facebook, get a load of this. He's like, hey, I'm fine. I love Apple Music, and I'm just going to get rid of all of my 400 CDs. Anybody want them? And I'm like, I was a day late. Oh, I was like, I would have taken them. Yeah, I would have taken them, yeah. Just to see what you have. Rip them in there. Rip them? Yep. Enjoy them? I, I would have come over and had a rip party with you. Greg McDaniel. Maybe you know him. Who, who got them from him? I don't know, some character, but Greg and I were at my Miami together. He came out to see my shows at the East End freshman year. He saw the great comedy. Was he happy? What, nice guy. Were your friends supportive? They were supportive. They wore the I'm Chip Chinnery groupie t-shirts, which I had printed up because I'd done stand-up 30 times in my life by that point. Sure, sure, sure. You so put those up and you give them to your friend. All right. And that the, branding? The, influencer? I'm and an these, influencer. These, branding. And the groupies were all men. 
<laughs> it's true. It's like going to a Rush, a Rush concert. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, um, I play the dealer. Yeah. Oh, it's my turn. You know why? Here's something I don't know about. There's a part of gambling that I know nothing about. It's called dice. And uh, Mick Jagger, turns out, didn't know anything about it either, but he said he sat down with the housekeeper uh, who was into dice and talked to her about it. She says, here's how you do it. And then he's like, I'm going to make that a song. And it's true. Wow. And now you know the rest, rest of the story. <laughs> Paul Harvey. Miss uh, Linda Ronstadt also does a good version of that song. Yeah. Cover version. Was you that, know what's funny? Linda Ronstadt. She used to be married to the governor. No, they were boyfriend they girlfriend. They were dating. Banging around. Jerry Brown. Banging stone around. ponies. Banging around with Jerry Brown. Yeah, Stone Ponies, Troubadour Theater. All right. You played a song about dice. My next song is about dice, too. And this is from, uh, here's another one from uh, Bruce Springsteen. This is, uh, this is from my album, uh, Human Touch. And I... Uh, I wanted to write, I heard about Mick Jagger writing a song about Dice, and I said, God damn it, I, I gotta write a song about Dice. And I call this one a, a roll of the Dice. Well, I better lose a gambler. Yeah, just throw a snake ass. Oh, love ain't got me down hard. I know around the corner lies my fool's paradise. I just like that his 11s and 7s are coming up 6s and 9s. I don't think this is his best poetry. Yeah. I got a song where I say, uh, you can put out the dog, I'll put out the cat. You can put on your coat, and I'll put on my hat. Is that really one of his? Yes. That's not really. I thought you just were making up your own song just now. No, here, give me the thing. I'll play it for you. I'll prove it to you. It's pretty terrible. Not that it's better than any, any song I've written. Ever, but is it? I don't know. He also rhymed par- paradise with like rolling dice or something. Like, let me find it. He rhymed like a pun with. Let me find it. I'm looking for it. The boss. The boss. It's the boss. What's it? It's called lazy writing, right? That's the name of the song. There's <laughs> next song. It's called called lazy oh writing. no! It's, I think it's easy money. You put on your coat, I'll put on my hat. You put out the dog, I'll put out the cat. You put on your red dress for me tonight, honey. We're going on the town now, looking for easy money. There you go. This is the problem when no one's around you going, um, no. What do you mean? Sorry, Bruce, you hired me to be the guy who says no. 
And no. Yeah, but see, he's got a dog, and she don't. She got cat. Yeah, this is this is your worst song that you've ever written, Bruce. <laughs> yeah, but I just want to make some easy money. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, and it's not for children. Like if he was singing that with yeah, that's, Elmo, if he's, if he's on Sesame Street. Then I buy with, it. Yeah, singing that with uh, you know, yeah, Elmo. Yeah. Elmo like put out hat. <laughs> that was you take a, coat, put hat on. That's surprisingly good. <laughs> that's a good Elmo. Thank you. <laughs> Elmo likes singing. Put out the cat. Put on the dog. <laughs> Elmo likes Springsteen. All right. Let's, um, <laughs> that's such a terrible song. You know what? We've got to follow that up with a good song. Something about dice? Only if I had more dice songs, I would. But this one is a... Uh, Kyle's yawning. He doesn't uh, stay up in Vegas. You were probably, you're the one that was most recently... Wait, no, Chip. You were most recently We were in both Vegas. in Vegas on the same night. That's right. Same weekend. Mm-hmm. You You were... Seeing Nine Inch Nails. Yes. And Chip, you were in a yeah. poker tournament. I was in a poker How'd tournament at the World Series of Poker. I How'd didn't do? do well there. I've done well there. I did my best thing ever at the World Series of Poker was a couple of years ago. I played the Colossus. 22,374 people entered. And I came in 369th. What's the buy-in on that? Nice. That was like 565. $565. Yeah. And I won 6,331. What's the criteria for that? If I just said, I'm going to go with you. You can walk in with me and I, put I your just, money down and, and sit I can down. play. Yeah, and you could just, by luck of the draw, be sitting next to the World Series of Poker champion from last year. How pissed off would he be to sit next to me while I play? <laughs> it's the worst. It'd be like the weather some, of the storm. Are there some idiots when you're playing? I don't know, because I think there are people, because you're throwing down that much money. And unless yeah. there, are, I didn't see anyone who was like, some rich kid who doesn't care. He says, I'm just going to go and play. You know, there's none of, it doesn't seem to yeah. be that. All right. Yeah. So there's not that idiot factor, but. All right. What's yeah. your next song? Next song is by the Eagles. I'm pronouncing that correctly. Eagles. Not the Eagles. No. Eagles. It's the Eagles. We know it from the documentary. Yeah. It's by Eagles, which is a great documentary. Yeah. Oh, and Steve Martin said, oh, you mean the, the Eagles. And Glenn Fry said, mm, just Eagles. All right. Okay. It's a great documentary. Would you agree? Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah. Kyle, you've even watched it, right? Yeah. I like the part where they <laughs> kicked Don Felder out and then say he's the biggest asshole in music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they seem a little rough on Don. I don't know Don. I don't know his reputation. Like, seems like, like a nice guy to me. Glenn Fry's like, I called up his manager and said, how's it feel to work for the biggest asshole in music? <laughs> I don't work for you, Glenn. <laughs> he played the... Uh, he came up with the riff for Hotel California, right? Yeah. That thing, and then he sends the tape, and they go, cool, I'll put it in this other song I wrote. Right? If I'm not mistaken. Something like that, yeah. Like, oh, that's not nice. Nope. It's mean. Anyway, this next song is called Desperado. Get ready for some metaphors. Desperado. Oh, why don't you come to You've been out riding fences. So long now Fancies Oh, you're a hard one But I know that you got your reasons These things that are pleasing you Can hurt you somehow Don't you draw the queen of diamonds, boy She'll beat you if she's able You know the queen of hearts is always your best bet. So true, so true. Also a big hit for Linda Ronstadt. This one? Yep. 
And I'm going to go right off of the last line. He said, Queen of Hearts is your best bet. Let's hear a little bit of Juice Newton. Oh. Still alive, night. She's uh, sixty-six years old. Yeah. Do you ever eat a Juice Newton? <laughs> What'd you say? Do you ever eat a Juice Newton? I've never eat at Juice Newton. Is that a good restaurant? No, I meant like a Fig Newton or an Apple oh, Newton. Oh, eat a Juice Newton, like an Apple yeah. Newton. Yeah. Well, I gotta be honest. Apple God, Newtons were I, great. I'm sure yeah. someone has. This next song, hubba hubba hubba, hotcakes. That's amazing. Because I think your body of work, it's, it's not only what you do, but what you don't do. Like, yeah. that should be something she didn't do. Well, that should be on an album with Easy Money. <clears throat> Her and Bruce Springsteen. Together. Playing their Hot D-sides. Cakes, put them in the batter. Ah, hubba hubba. Uh, yeah. How many hotcakes <laughs> you want, Chip? Oh, dude. Hey, ho. <laughs> I get four hotcakes from Chip. Who are you texting with, Kyle? Murray? I'm looking up to see if they still make Apple Newtons, but I don't think they do. Apple Newtons are good. I they always don't? like the fig. I don't like his little seed. Yeah, it's a fig seed. The, oh. It's gritty to me. Yeah, I understand it. I could see that. What kind of Newtons do they have right now? Would a pumpkin Newton be good? Didn't they have like raspberry Newtons? Seems like they would. They used to have a blueberry Newton. That was good. Strawberry I like Newton. I like that too. Whole whole wheat fig Newton. No. <laughs> no. Whole Cranberry wheat. Newtons. Maybe. Here's one. A guava Newton. No, that's bullshit. <laughs> What, what they, Newtons have survived? Yeah, what's still out there on the shelves? It looks like they still have, now it's now it's baked apple and cinnamon Newton. Oh, that's fine. Okay, that'll be fine. Are you going to go buy some of those tomorrow? I, Maybe yeah. bring them to poker. Yeah, bring yeah. those to poker. Yeah, okay, I have don't to keep my out. eye out for an apple Newton. Baked apple. Baked apple. All right. Not hey, a raw Queen apple. of Hearts, you got some more? This next song is uh, partially about winning at the racetrack. All right. It's by a group, a band called The Band. Up on Cripple Creek. <laughs> Juice Newton action here. Uh, Queen of Hearts on the U.S. country chart went to number 14. I thought it was bigger than that. Well, the song that followed it up is called The Sweetest Thing I've Ever Known. 
Do you know that song? No, not that by went name. to number one. How's that go? Did you find that the sweetest thing I've ever known by Juice Newton? Is it a Fig Newton? That went to number one on the country charts. Angel of the Morning, 22. I remember Angel of the Morning. Queen of Hearts, 14. And then this song I've never heard of, number one. Maybe it's just horribly titled. Let's find it. I wonder if this is going to be one where, like, I know that song. I hope so. I hope it is. Oh. Because it's number one. Started playing Angel in the Morning for some reason. We shared last night And as we lie here Just two shadows In the light Before dawn Anything? Any bells? No, nothing. It sounds like something Gorshin did. Wouldn't it? Maybe. I don't know it. Nothing. Nothing. Then she had 85. She had two number ones on the country chart. You Make Me Want to Make You Mine and the song called Hurt. And then uh, both to each other, Friends and Lovers with Eddie Rabbit. You know what he likes. Loves a rainy night. Loves it. Loves it. That guy. a beautiful sight. It's like he loves it. So like he moved up to Seattle because he loves it so much. If it's sunny outside, he's fucking pissed. He's that kind of a guy. Rabbit. Yeah. He gets so fucking mad. Like, I go, do you want to go out tonight? He goes, what's it going to do? What's the weather like? He goes, it's pretty nice out. Fuck that. I'm not going out. He wrote a song for Elvis Presley, which must have upset you. <laughs> what is it? Uh, uh, Kentucky Rain. Would is that it, be right? The guy loves rain. He <laughs> loves rainy night. <laughs> he really is successful it's raining. I think that's his. Guy's so pissed Kentucky off. Kentucky Rain. Is Eddie Rabbit still alive? Chip, bet you $20. No. What do you think? Totally dead. He's got to be alive. Wow, died. He was only He's dead? He was only 56 when he died. I didn't know that. He really did die? Yeah, he yeah. wrote Kentucky Rain. You owe me 20 Kentucky bucks. Kentucky Rain. You owe me 20 bucks, right? Listen. Uh I met Mac Davis. He worked with uh he wrote a song for Elvis Presley. That's unfortunately what, what not a gambling his, what song. What was his? Um Finally hitched a ride from the preacher Midwest. Where you bound on such a cold Kentucky right. Rain. Maybe that was it. Kentucky, Who did Rabbit write? Rabbit wrote what? Kentucky Rain. Then what am I thinking of? Uh, What's his name? Mac? Little more, little less conversation, little more action. Mac Davis. What's his name? Mac Davis. Mac Davis. Lung cancer. He, from, Mac's he's still in, alive, Mac, isn't he? He's in The Sting 2 with Jackie Gleason and Terry Garr. <laughs> no, one North of, Dallas 40. One of, one of the better sequels. Okay, uh, Eddie, Eddie Rabbit died I've, of I've lung never, Is it good? I've never seen it. What? The Sting too. I thought How it was. How could it be? It couldn't be any good. Are you? Yeah, they replaced they replaced Redford and Newman with Mac Davis, Jackie Gleason, and Terry Garr. <laughs> okay, Mac Davis wrote Memories. Yes. In the ghetto. In the ghetto. That's the one. Don't cry, Daddy, and a little less conversation. A little less conversation. A little more in the, in the ghetto. Uh, uh, lung cancer at the age of fifty-six. For Eddie Rabbit. Yep, he was diagnosed in March '97, and a little over a year later, done. Done. Mm, mm, mm. Unbelievable. Mm, mm. No media outlets reported the death until after the burial at the family's request. Maybe that's why he didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know that. He was just buried last year. <laughs> they waited that long. 
They didn't want any press. You just played a song. My turn? Yeah. Okay, this is an ACDC song where they use, uh, they use like card turns like for sex, sex stuff. What? You'll, you'll hear. I this is hear called this The is. Jack. Will you hear this? She gave me the queen. She gave me the king. She was wheeling and dealing. Just doing her thing. She was holding a pair. Boobs. But I had to try. Her deuce was wild. But Poop. my ace was high. <laughs> but how was I to know that she'd been dealt with before? Said she never had a full house. But I should have known from the tattoo on her left leg and the garter on her right. She'd have. I believe that's a venereal disease, right? That's an STD. Oh, she's got the jack. She's got the jack. This sounds like Dirty Cosby, this whole song. <laughs> that song uh, clocks in at five minutes and 53 seconds of that. Does it ever pick up? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's just like that. Kyle hates ACDC. And and when people are like, why it, that? <laughs> Let me play you something from ACDC. Uh, I've got two more songs. How many do you have? I have two more or just one. <laughs> you play one. I'll play I'll one. I'll play one. Yeah. You play one, and I have the playout song. Okay, good. This next song is one that I really enjoy, and I want to, you to hear it. I don't know which version of Bob Seger uh, played it, but either way, it's still the same. This is Silver Bullet Band. Silver Bullet this Band. This is a great song. I love it. You always won every time you plays the bell. You're still damn good. Great song. Love it. I'm going to play a great song by a performer that you've seen twice in concert. One time you paid to see her, and the next time she was filling in for someone you paid to see. Oh, I think I know who this is. It's from her debut solo album, Tuesday Night Music Club from 1993. Cheryl Crow leaving Las Vegas. Springs eternal on a garden neon street. That I care at all. I spent the best part of my losing streak. 
That's a great song. I love that song. She's a good looking lady. She's, yes. She's the same age now that Eddie Rabbit was when he died. 56. Uh, who did she fill in for? She filled in for Bonnie Raitt. We were going to see her at the Hollywood Bowl. We still Bowl. don't know what's wrong with Bonnie Raitt, do we? I don't know. She had some surgery. She some she surgery. What Maybe was it's it? lady stuff. I don't know. Maybe ingrown toenail. Oh. But yeah, Bonnie Raitt was going to open for James Taylor at the Hollywood Bowl, and then she couldn't, so Cheryl filled in. And uh, it was a lovely concert. A lot of people don't know Cheryl Crow is a background singer and cast member of Cop Rock. Really? She's on Cop Rock. You can see her. Take really? a peek. Yep. You can you can pick her out. You can see, yeah, definitely. Huh? Any any news on uh? Nothing. News on Bonnie Raitt? Nothing. Just right, well, health issues. Hopefully she's good. Uh, what's your last song? My last Chip? song uh, was uh, featured most recently in a commercial for Geico with our friend Weenie Feds. Wayne Fetterman has Wayne been Fed- on the show twice. I figured he must have been. The man plays did, the piano. We did uh, Fed Zeppelin. That was an all Led Zeppelin show. Yeah. And then we did the Feagles, which was an all Eagles show. No, we just did. It's just the <laughs> Eagles. This this episode, I've titled with this episode, Place Your Bets. How about that? Me getting fancy. I like that. Place That's Your really Bets. Good. Kyle, what do you think of that? I like that. Be honest. They were going to get reviews. No more bets. <laughs> the internet's cruel. Hold your bets. Don't listen to anyone's comments. I'm going to see if we have any new reviews since the last time we read reviews. Chip, you can introduce your song. I interrupted you. Uh, it's okay. This next song is by a guy who used to be in the new Christy Minstrels. Please welcome Kenny Rogers and The Gambler. Oh, yes. So if you don't mind me saying, I can see you're out of aces for a taste of your whiskey. I'll give you some advice. So I handed him my bottle And he drank down my last swallow Then he bummed a cigarette And asked me for a light And the night got deathly quiet And his face lost all expression Said if you're gonna play the game, boy You gotta learn to play it right You got to know when to hold up Know when to fold up Know when to walk away Know when to run You never count your money When you're sitting at the table There'll be time enough for count When the dealing's done uh, That's a life lesson right there. That's true. I'm going to read you our uh, most critical review that we've had. For the Rock Solid yes, Podcast. This, is from, this goes back to July 21st, 2011. That's seven years ago. Yeah. Now, first of all, I want to tell you that he reviewed the Adam Carolla show and he gave it five stars. Mm-hmm. He, he called it morning. Uh, first of all, the guy that's doing these reviews calls himself Purple Power Plant. Sounds like a Prince fan. Purple Power Plant. Here's what he, the title or of his Johnny re- Osmond. The title of his review for Adam Carolla show says morning medicine. And then he says, Adam makes me laugh hard, which boosts my serotonin and pulls me out of my depression. He is a valuable drug to me. Okay. Oh, and we must make him just. We just. We must make him just really happy. He gave us one star. The title of this review is, I'm going to say about 15 Z's. OMG. And then just a one-word review: snore. That's wow. That's take that. That's what we get. Purple people eater. What's his name? He was uh, he's the purple power plant. Purple power plant. Is yeah. he still around skewering people on the internet? 
Well, uh, yeah, I am. Nope, I don't know. I don't know. <clears throat> well, that's it. Sounds like he likes Adam Carolla a lot and doesn't care for what's happening here. Does not like what's happening here at all. He may put this on before he goes to bed. Maybe, maybe. So uh, let's do some promoting. Kyle, you're at Kyle Dotson Funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're leaving for uh, Disney World at the time of this record. You're leaving. You're going on a family vacation with your mom and dad and your brother. Mm-hmm. What are you going to get? Gonna get cotton candy? I'll probably get a Dole Whip. Where are you going? Oh, no, what's a Dole Whip? Tell me what that it's is. Like a, it's like about. a sherbet. Uh-huh. It pineapple? is like a pineapple flavor, yeah. They also have mango, but it's not as good. You can only get that at Disney World? They say you can, but you can get it at other places. Right. Right. You call it a sherbet. Mm-hmm. What do you call it? It's sherbet. It's how it's spelled, a sherbet, but I've always said sherbet, too, as a young person. I say Bert. It could be the Ohio and Pennsylvania. Well, I guess it is, yeah, sherbet. sherbet. It's sherbet, but I always go sherbet. Sherbet, that's the do, sound of Do you call makes. it sherbet? I don't know. Sorbet and sherbet? Maybe it is sherbet. I'll throw it out there. See, I'd like a, a pineapple sherbet. You see what get, they do. You're going to get Mickey ears with your name on? Uh, no, they do have an exclusive Thanos action figure that they only sell at the Disney park, so I'm going to get that. How much is that? Like 25 bucks. Take a picture of that. Send it to me. Mm-hmm. What's it say there, Kyle? How do you pronounce this, it this says, word? It uh, says sherbet. Sherbet, yeah. Sherbet. I thought it was sherbet. But it's also sorbet, not sorbet. It's very confusing. We, language. We, remember, we were raised with a woman who says casina, mm-hmm. and she's not big on pizza. So. And you say, how do you say uh, hold? Well, I have to really <laughs> hold. Chip, when, hold. when your parents wanted you to clean up the room, what would they tell you to do? Clean up your room. Clean up. Let's clean up the room. Clean up the room. Okay, here's... Now, I, no one knows this. I, I don't even know how to explain it. But the first time Pilar heard me say this, she said, what did you say? And I said it, and she's like, well, what does that mean? And I go, well, what are you talking about? And she's just like, I don't understand what you mean by that. And I'm like, um, and I try to explain it. I go, I don't know what I mean by it either. That's just what my parents would say. What do you say? Say it. Read up the room. Red up the room. Red up the room. Red it up. Let's I've read this. Heard. Let's red this place up. Does that mean? Is it referring to? It has to refer to something. I don't know. I'd never heard that before. My mom. If you ask my mom, I'm sure she'd say it just means to red it up. Yeah, it, has, red it, up. it has roots in Middle English verb uh, the Middle English verb redden, which meant to rescue or free from or to clear. Huh. Oh, it sounds like Old my mom's so red up. Proper than I thought. <laughs> Means to clean an area or make it tidy. I'd never you heard of that. Red up the rooms. It's a Western governor. Pennsylvania thing. Is that what it says? It's mm-hmm. a Western Pennsylvania thing. Red yeah. up the room. Mm-hmm. I say alls a lot, and I realize alls I'm saying is so. What I'm a l l s. Yeah. Alls I'm saying. You mean all I'm saying. Alls. But I always go into alls. Alls I'm saying is. Yeah. Chip. It's fun, you know. Different uh, areas of the country have their own little special. Yeah. You say soda or pop. Oh. <laughs> no, I kidding. say car. I say carbonated beverage. Soda, I don't go give me a pop. I just call it whatever it is. Yeah. Sometimes people call it a Coke, but that doesn't necessarily mean yeah. Coke. And in my own life, I say on my grocery list, I put banned when I mean dry idea, because I always used to get banned deodorant. And then when I switched to dry idea in college, I was like, I'm not going to write that whole word out. I'm just going to write ban. I know what it means. <laughs> so don't try to figure me out. Everything's in code at my house. Chip, you're on uh, Twitter. I'm on. Yeah, Chip Chinnery. And, at uh, Chip Chinnery? At Chip Chinnery. And then you have another one too, right? At Chip's Money Tips, my uh, my other thing. So I You have, have a podcast? How many episodes? Uh, I have four. We usually record them in October. 
But again, like my early stand-up days, we don't do them every year. You know, Not we every just year. Pace it. Are they still out there? The They're ones still you did out record? There. The four of them are out the there. Four? And uh, we interviewed Jamie Gold, who was a World Series of Poker champion. He was like the big shot in like 2008. Do, do you have any reviews for your podcast? No, I got to contact the purple guy to get get out there. Wait, know? what's it called? Chips Tips? It's the podcast. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Pod. We put the H in podcast, or we, what is it? Yeah, and we then, put the H in podcast. Okay, then it's uh, P-O-D-C-A-S-H-T? T, yeah, podcast. Why? why? I mean, that's not even coming up. It should be. I paid for the daggone thing. Maybe it could I'll just see. be a chips money tips. Maybe I'll, um, I'll just tape chip tunery in. I'm off mic a little bit. Sorry about that. Okay. All right. But oh, you can go. Ch- yeah, podcast. Yeah. Chips money tip. I don't see if you, do you mind if I see if you have any reviews? Or do you know you don't? I don't know if I have any. It doesn't matter. You know what? I just clicked five stars. Nice. It's great. I have a five star review from I'm not gonna write a review, I just gave you five stars. <laughs> it's just a customer rating. But we haven't done one in a few years, so maybe I'll gear up for October's right around the corner. Yeah, get your get your equipment ready. You can record it here if you need to. Three of mine are phone calls. So, I don't know if that counts either. So one was uh the the first first one was uh November 2nd, 2011. Okay. Sounds about right. Seven years ago. Then... Uh, Picked up a head of steam. Then uh, number two was uh, on October 4th, 2012. Yep. That's about right. Yep, then can. then the third one was October 16th, 2012. So, so I packed get, in two. So in getting a little month. regular. And then... Um, a lot of pressure. <laughs> then April 3rd, 2013. Yeah. Wow. And then, then I had and to then we're just, we're just waiting. We're waiting for the Because the next one is going to be It's kind of like people who are waiting for that last... Um, that last <laughs> it's been over five years. That last Game of Thrones book. Yeah. yeah. It's the last two. We Yeah. <laughs> okay. We are at Rock Solid Show. I am at Pat underscore Francis. Mm-hmm. Uh, go to rocksolidpodcast.com for everything. T-shirts. Everything. Mm-hmm. Patreon page. You, there's a link there. Everything. If you have not yet signed up for Patreon, let's do this. Two bucks a month. That's uh, 50 cents a week. That's uh, Break it down. Is that 50, a good deal? It's 50 cents an episode. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Come on. That's entertainment value. You heard how good this is. Uh, snore. <laughs> you got to try People are it. calling it snore and not as good as the Bible app. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, Chip, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Before my another playout song, Chip, you're going to help me out with this a little oh, bit. Oh, cool. Now, Chip, you you love the Who? I've seen them several. I've seen several of their farewell tours, <laughs> right? Starting in '82. The la- I love the Who. Last time we saw them, we saw them together. That's right. And uh, if we were going to Vegas, what would Roger Daltrey? What what would his his advice be if we were going to Vegas? Be lucky. <laughs> <laughs> That's how Roger closes out the show. He says, "Don't forget." To be lucky. I'm sure Townsend's like, are you going to do your silly thing be now? Be lucky. Because it's a newer thing, right? He hasn't yeah. always been doing it. Now, I bet you didn't know this, though. In 2017, the last studio track recorded by The Who so far is a song called Be Lucky. Let's hear it. Thank you, Chip. Thank you, Kyle. <laughs>